Well, we're glad you're with us tonight. Lisa wanted me to tell you she's in the back with the little ones, and uh, if you have little ones and they need to go back, you can have them go back if you want them out here with you. If you do attend here at church at uh, City Church, we're, uh, we're pretty laid back here, so we're glad you're with us tonight. And uh, again, it's just, a, it's just a great time. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about something. Uh, you know, isn't it amazing? Uh, I guess there's more kids going back there than I thought. There's all, kind, there's all kinds of them already. They're already back there, but they're still going on. Uh, you know, isn't it interesting? Every Christmas is the same, but think about this. Every Christmas is different. And I thought about it like last Christmas when we're all here and everything, you know, I, uh, my whole family, uh, all my kids, grandkids were here. My son was in from California. I think. This Christmas... Grandkids are sick. They're not here. My son couldn't make it back in from California. You know, it's just all different. Every, it's always different. But, but here's the key. We're here tonight because the same thing that took place and why we celebrate Christmas never changes. And we're here to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're going to finish tonight a series on the king and his kingdom. And I want you to think about something tonight. In your life with the gospel, whatever you are, wherever's going on, don't complicate it. Let's pray. Father, we come to you, Lord. We're just so grateful, Lord. We thank you we'd be able to worship you. Lord, we look forward to even the rest of the evening, your word, and as we share together the silent night and the candlelight service. Lord, we thank you. We worship you, Jesus. We know why you're born, why you came to this earth to die on a cross, to give us eternal life in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, it's interesting. Uh, ben was touching on when you're at the store, you, you hear, you pick up different things, you know. And, you know, it was interesting. I was listening to some people, and I'm like, we, we so complicate everything. And they're arguing over, now, I, I don't even know where this came from, but you know a white elephant gift? You know what I'm talking about? The white elephant. I have no idea where they came. Maybe one of you can tell me afterwards. Please don't look it up on your phone right now, okay? We always have that too, so I, I don't want that either. But anyways... So they're arguing, well, is it going to be $20 this year? No, I think it should be $35. And they're going back. I'm thinking, they're getting into an argument over this. And I'm thinking, you know, same thing. You get everybody together this time of year, and you say, hey, let's go out to eat. And you can't decide on where to go to eat. Everybody's got a different age. All right, then finally, well, let's just stay here. We're going to argue about it. <laughs> we complicate so many things. And you know what's interesting even about all this? is that you would think with that little thing we carry around with us all the time that knows everything, that it would less complicate. It's complicated more of our life. So as Ben said, as he began tonight, I, I want you to really think about this. And as I read this story, I want to encourage you as a family. I want to encourage you. Uh, tonight or tomorrow, we did this all the way growing up with our kids that we would, it, 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 you know, it's funny, isn't it? You know, when your kids are young, you know, you're like, uh, you, you stay up late wrapping all the presents, trying to put everything together. You don't know what you're doing. And then, it, okay, finally, they're up at five, six in the morning. You know, they're down there. They get in high school, you can't get them out of the bed. <laughs> Come on, yeah, you can't, you can't do it, you know. But what we ended up doing as years gone by, we did it. You know, to me, Christmas Eve is always my favorite. I love 
late night at Christmas Eve. But anyways, we'd get together and we would just read the Christmas story. And it was a tradition with our family and our kids know that and they carry that on today. So as I read this, I challenge you to do that as a family tonight or even tomorrow. And it's, it's out of Luke, the narrative in Luke chapter 2. Luke in chapter 2, and it begins with the shepherds in verse 8. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. And the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you in this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And suddenly... And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And so it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem. See this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. You know, maybe your Christmas is more complicated this year than last year. And to pull back and make it less complicated. I, I don't know what you've been through this year. You know, I heard somebody not too long ago and said, you know, I'm just so glad. Well, you know, you've heard it before too. I'd just be so glad when this year's over with. And I, I don't know if that's good or not, or but People say, you know, because of adversity, because of what this year is, things that have happened. But I, I want you to know today, and I want to back up in this narrative, and I'm only going to speak just a few minutes tonight, but I want you to think as I read that story about Mary just a few months before that. A few months before that, Mary was just doing what she had always done. She was a godly young lady. She was going about her business and whatever she did. And an angel of the Lord, Gabriel, came to her and said, Mary, you're such a godly young lady. I want to share something with you from heaven. I want to share with you that God has chose you through the power of the Holy Spirit that a Savior that we just read would be born to this world. His name would be Jesus and he would die on the cross for all the sins of the world. And she began to say, well, all right, I mean, I, I, how, how, I'm not sure how this all can happen. And I love what the angel said back to her, and that's where we come in tonight. He said to her, Mary, with God, nothing is impossible. I want you to know tonight there's a reason that the Lord has brought you through that door. That don't complicate what's going on in your life and surely don't complicate why Jesus came. He came to give us life 
And Jesus says in John chapter 10 to give us life and life more abundantly. In other words, to give us eternal life. He was born to die on a cross and that he lived a perfect life. And he shed his blood. And so by us saying, Jesus, I know why you were born and I, I pray and ask you into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. I ask you to come into my heart. That's why he was born. And then as we have that hope, then he says, I'm going to give you an abundant life. And he tells you and me tonight is, I just read that, and then I just quoted to you. In your life right now, you might be in a difficult situation with God. Nothing is impossible. I want you to know that tonight. I want you to know that when we pray and ask Jesus into our heart and we know why he was born and we, we honor him and we give him glory and we say, God, I know why you sent Jesus into this world was for me. A relationship. And you can have that relationship tonight no matter what you face, no matter what goes on in your life, no matter how Christmas changes from one year to the next, you don't have to be alone. You don't have to be discouraged, even though sometimes you might be. You can know that as the angel said and they sang together and the angel quoted, glory to God, goodwill to all men, and peace. Jesus is the prince of peace. The devil is the prince of darkness. Let's look at one more verse tonight. When we think of his kingdom, he tells us in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, we're going to look at another verse in just a minute, that as we walk with Jesus and when we do accept him as our savior, we know why he was born and he came to that manger and he lived that life and he perform miracles and he spoke like no one else has and he died on the cross for all of our sins. The day that we accept him as our savior, you know, there's a peace that comes into our heart that you can't get any other way. He is the prince of peace. He created it and the one who created it gives it. And I want you to know tonight, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through, that that peace that he gives, he tells us in the verse that we're about to read, because we're part of his kingdom, you cannot be shaken. Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken... Let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptable with reverence and godly fear. You know, when you hear something, we all do, we all have those times that something happens, you're humanly shaken a little bit. When you hear the news of anything, that might not be good. But here's what happens when we're a believer, when we follow Jesus. What happens is this. 
You first hear the news and it all comes together you, or you see and you know something that's going to happen. But then you pull back and you realize, you know what? I'm told to cast all my burdens on Jesus. I'm told that he tells me in my complete weakness that I am the strongest that I've ever been. He tells me I'll, I'll never leave you or forsake you. What he's telling us tonight is when we first hear whatever it is, the news, that we might be shaken a little bit. But to know this tonight, to know without a doubt, when you pull back and you see the hope that you have for eternity and you know who Jesus is in your life and that peace that you can't even explain to anybody is there. That's who Jesus is. That's why he was born. He was born to not only give us eternal life, which is the most important. And sometimes we look out there and we should. But I want you to know you're living in this earth. You got to get up and do the things you got to do every day. But I want you to know that as you do, do that, he says, I'm going to give you the grace to live every day. You know what I think that means to many of us? I think it means not to get bitter. To give grace. Others that maybe have hurt us, done things to us, that we live with godly reverence and fear and his grace. For by grace we're saved. We don't deserve by we were still sinners. Christ died for us. So I challenge you tonight, no matter what's happened, because all of us this time of year, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, there's things that go on in families, and we all know it, and we all go through it. And we have received grace. We need to live with grace. And what happens when we do that? Is that joy that you have, that you live? Because Jesus is a giver of joy. And I want you to know tonight, the Bible tells us that there is always light on the king's highway. You know, one day, and I believe we're living in those times, the times of the end, no one would challenge you or me when we look at the Middle East, when we see how people live even in our own country and all the way things morally and what people do to each other and all the things that are happening in such a bad way. You know, the Lord tells us in Philippians chapter 3 that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord because he is the King of kings and he's the Lord of lords. You know, when the Lord comes back, and I believe that he's coming back. I don't know when, but I believe that he's coming back soon. The purpose of him dying on the cross was why he was born into this world. He was having an argument, if you will, with Pilate, the governor of the day, when he was on the way to the cross. And he could, the governor couldn't understand. He says, I, I've seen the miracles that you've performed. I've heard you teach. Why don't you have all of... Those that are servants of yours come and fight for you. And he said, my kingdom is not of this world. Here it is. 
Do you know one day he's coming back? And he's coming back and the Bible says when he destroys the devil once and for all, he will destroy with the brightness of his coming. It says in the Old Testament that when he comes and he destroys the devil in that way, it will be seven times brighter than the noonday sun. That's how powerful the light will be. And that same light, I want you to know tonight that whatever it is in your life, that same powerful light that reflects off him, that same powerful light, matter of fact, the Bible tells us when we enter into heaven one day, there'll be no need of light because Jesus will light heaven with all of the love and the joy and the peace that comes from him. I want you to know today, you'll have times in your life that are dark. But I want you to know that Jesus will always give you peace and will always give you joy. And that's the light, the light of men through God's son, Jesus Christ. Let me close with this verse tonight, and I'm just going to read it, and we're going to close. It's found in Isaiah chapter 9, and once again, we're reminded of why Jesus came. I, Isaiah chapter 9, and I'm going to read verse 6. I might even read verse 7. I don't know. But For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and a government will be upon his shoulder, and his name? His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, here it is for us tonight, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom. To order it, establish it with judgment and justice, from the time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. What if Jesus would have brought his angels to fight 2,000 years ago? We wouldn't have the light that we have tonight and the hope that we have. As we live this life and we can just remember we were just here a year ago and now we're here again. You and I have hope. Through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, who was born to die, who shed his perfect blood on the cross of Calvary, and all we had to do, as God says, to accept his gift. And by that zeal that we live, what is that zeal? That the day that we accept Christ as our Savior, he has put inside you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit lights your path. And as you read this book, whatever you need for next week, you open it up and it might just be a verse that God is so amazing. For with God, nothing will be impossible. So with your life and my life, don't see your circumstance. Don't see people. Live by God's grace. And know that Jesus came to give you purpose in life and life eternal. And don't complicate it. He's given us his son, God did, by accepting him as our savior. His word that we have and through the power of the spirit that we open and live it, and he gives us life and life more abundant.
and all the time that sometimes in life that we can't see, we still can. Because in the midst of darkness, there's always peace and there's always joy. Because the Bible tells us God's word in the book of Romans, his kingdom is full. His kingdom is full of joy and peace. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed tonight, you know, it's just a great time that we can just pull back and just breathe, as Ben said earlier, not to think about all the different things that are going on, but just to reflect on that night that Jesus was born so you and I would have hope. The life and the light of men. If you're here tonight, if you're watching on YouTube, wherever it might be, you don't have to complicate it. It's the greatest story ever told in such a simplistic way that people try and complicate it. And I just want to share with you tonight. If you don't know Jesus, he was born to die for you. And he shed his blood for you. Doesn't matter what you've done, where you're at, young, old, whatever it might be. When the Spirit speaks to you, you can pray. When we give an invitation night and come forward, you can pray on your way home. You can pray by your bed tonight. You can pray and say, Jesus, I know that you were born so I could have eternal life. And I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. I'm here to tell you what I've been through in life to know that Jesus is real and he will never, ever let you down. So if you're here tonight, you don't know Jesus is your Savior, as Ben leads us in an invitation song, you can come forward. I'll pray with you. And it's simple. You just pray and ask Jesus into your heart by faith. Father, we thank you tonight that we worship you on this Christmas Eve. And we know what this time of year is about. We thank you, Jesus. If there's someone here tonight that wants to accept you as their Savior this Christmas Eve, we ask they'd come forward. A friend would bring a friend or a family member would bring a family member. And I could pray with them and they could find heaven as their home and have hope forever. In Jesus' name, amen.